You, you are, are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back <laughs> to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Since 1998, whether it's on your FM dial, internet radio station, podcast, or website, we're up in here to bring you a slice of what we call 21st Century Black Radio to the masses, a mix of old and new school music, as well as news, commentary, and interviews. You got myself, DJ Fusion, on the mix and commentary, and on the side, you got my bro, John Judah. What's going on there, Judah? It's the deal, we the wide world. We love you. Glad you're tuning in. Of course, this is the Fuse Box Radio Experience with DJ, the wonderful DJ Fusion. And of course, the darky kid named John Judah back in, back in action. What's the deal, Fusion? Give us some status. Back, yeah! Uh, doing good, doing good. Glad to be. And another week, as always, ready to rock the show. Some good tunes to the people and um, all of that good stuff. Got new Black Agenda Report segments, free press segments, and um, the Black University Radio Network Direct Effects segments this week. Um, pretty good amount of new music, so you know, folks definitely stay in tune for that. And of course, some nice throwbacky classics. As always, we got to shout out all of our wonderful broadcast affiliates on the internet and via the radio airwaves. Check out that latest list of people over at our official blog at blackradioisback.com you can also go to the Fusebox Radio at any time at fuseboxradioonline.com that's F-U-S-E-B-O-X R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E dot com and if you want to be able to get the radio show on demand besides some of our um, internet um, website affiliates you can go straight to iTunes, Zoom, Flycast or TuneIn Radio and just search for Fusebox Radio and uh, we should pop up and whether it's on your phone or iPod or whatever else that streams or has that Wi-Fi connection or whatever have you you can check out the Fusebox Radio archives it goes out back about two years so besides the recent episodes you can check out a whole bunch of the other goodies we've had on deck as well and for all those people who are in the offices and maybe um, first time listening to the Fusebox Radio, we are a um, clean slash radio friendly show, so you can play it, you know, pretty much everyone. I had to worry about some crazy curse word popping up and blowing up your spot, whether it's around fam or at the office. And whatever have you, shout out to our writing affiliates, PlanetIll.com and OhHellNawBlog.com. Um, the Planet Ill and Decent Exposure articles are finally going to be coming back. Like I said, there's a little bit of um, some delays and various issues the past few months on my end that um, had the series kind of get on a little mini hiatus, but those new articles are in deck. And um, Oh Hell No Blog, uh, Mixtape Mondays um, should be coming back in the upcoming month. And just got the new review in on New Music Tuesday with the music staff there shout out to all of the crews at both websites so um the recent review for people who are checking um oh hell no some um, new music tuesday for my end was um the beastie boys hot sauce committee part two album pretty dope right. album from some cats who did um been doing this for over 32 years no doubt that just sounds abnormal to me i'm like i'm 32 i'm like these cats been doing it did for 32 damn years from punk rock to hip hop, but you know, it's all good. But anyway, 
that's a blurb i'll have later on during the commentary part of the radio show and lastly for all my people who are into the um social networks whether it's twitter facebook um myspace youtube vimeo etc all of our stuff you can go to um those sites and just go to fusebox radio so twitter.com slash fusebox radio facebook.com slash fusebox radio and so forth and so on we got a lot of stuff that's going to be jumping off event wise and um project wise on the web and other ends that we really just can't reveal right now but um gonna be dropping during the summer and the fall so we'll keep people posted definitely check that out and um yeah let's um get into a little bit of news and commentary before we get into the tunes um very very lively week um the past week because we, we um been broadcasting there judah and um i guess the first and foremost thing that um has definitely made the most resonance over here in the states has been the um death of osama bin laden um it has been reported that there was a um pretty much a surgical precision military move by navy seals and other folks in pakistan and um yeah they um, bum rushed a compound over there and um killed him you know this is the story we have during broadcast time um as a broadcast time you know there have been statements by um you know i guess official al-qaeda things and other types of saying that yeah he is dead and they're not happy about it and all of that type of stuff and um as i'm sure most um know um osama bin laden has been the uh, purported mastermind behind the um 9-11 attacks uh, where the World Trade Center um, was destroyed and the plane crash that happened in Pennsylvania and the plane crash that happened in the Pentagon. And uh, with that, essentially, a lot of the domino effect of things that happened afterwards in um, 2001 to the present day. Um, my personal opinion on this death, and this does not reflect on any of our um, affiliate broadcasters or anything else, this is my personal opinion about the situation whether you want to believe the um what's coming out from the united states government or not whether he died during that raid whether as some have been saying it happened around 2002 2003 and pe- people are using it um for whatever reason right now um i personally am not sad in the least that um he's dead and yeah I'm, they didn't really do stuff to me but at the same time like how they show stuff on tv or whatever i personally couldn't celebrate like that for one like some of the celebrations i saw here in the dc metro area almost looked more like a final four type of thing did like a catharsis of releasing but yet still being not necessarily restrained and I don't want to say respectful because I'm not really beat for him at all but some things seemed a little inappropriate in some places like it almost just became all of a sudden a big USA propaganda rally and whatnot. I mean here in DC you know you have people throwing beach balls around and doing you know cheerleader towers and stuff and to me I personally found that to be a bit tacky but I can't say I don't understand that people who might have looked at this guy as the boogeyman like a real life boogeyman damn near for 10 plus years 
now feeling somewhat of a relief that a symbol who did such things and encouraged other people to do various terroristic acts right now um, letting stuff go I'm not mad at the people in New York personally I was around Central North Jersey when um, the towers fell and um, at the time um, I was doing a temporary gig and they had a TV on and first the Pentagon um, plane crash was, was there and then on TV I saw both um, airplanes crash into the towers I was 21 at the moment I can definitively say that a lot has changed since that time and the time beforehand so on those levels I'm not upset I just think on some levels people look at this in a very simplistic way where if he is dead that kind of means that the whole wave of that particular um, Islamic radical influence terrorism is dead and that's not true also, when you look at Osama bin Laden's life, you know, a lot of those skills where he trained people to do crazy stuff came from the States. He was CIA trained with a lot of cats back in the day in Afghanistan. He just got, he just, he just fell off the radar and started wilding. So to a degree, the people who kind of contributed to his creation, not maybe he's totally created, but who contributed to his creation, killed him. Which is a certain facet of the U.S. government. I think people have to look at stuff like that because we can all be like, that's an evil man. I think people can agree with that, you know, he was just an evil, crazy dude. But when some people encourage a certain evil so they can feel they get a good, stuff like this can happen. So I think a lot of people had to be reflective on stuff like that. Um, however, I just thought that was tacky on some people's end where you had people just kind of cloud in the situation where it's like you know thousands of people died during 9-11 like they were just going to work or going about their business and they were gone much less you know um people who had volunteered and tried to help out around that way who were dealing with certain illnesses right now because of the debris that fell from the buildings um i know over here um, with the pentagon my stepfather may he rest in peace he worked at a gas company over there to try to make sure the gas lines were down so there wouldn't be a big explosion around that way and you know to a degree there could be people who dealt with illnesses with that and whatever have you um the only pertinent thing i can really think about right now in terms of those who could just do whatever the hell they want to in regard to celebrating are those who lost people during 9-11 i think we all gotta you know keep our minds intact and you know stay the course because while he's dead we still got a lot of crazy people out there all over, including domestic terrorists here in the United States. Let's not get that twisted at all. You know, when people hear terrorists now, they try to think of, you know, um, a Middle Eastern or African cat or somebody who says they follow Islam. Because as far as I'm concerned, what those cats in the world is not the pure form of that. People can go here or there with that. But... We need to look at the fact that there's people who can just do crazy stuff anywhere for any reason. We got to look at the fact that the, the Patriot Act is still intact. Osama Bin Laden is dead, but the Patriot Act is still here. And it's going to probably be here to stay for a little while, unfortunately, unless people rise up against it. You know, I'm sure people who are going to the airport right now, they, they didn't stop no screenings at the airport. I, myself, living in a D.C. metro area, you know, there's, like, kind of SWAT-teamy kind of cops out right now um, after his death at certain um, 
metro station, the public transportation train system over here for those who are not familiar. You know, we still got a lot that's happening. So while one symbol is dead, you know, gone, and I can't say buried, but I'm going to get into the, the how I feel about the death report later. Um... You know, we, we, we got to be on board, man, and, and, and look out for what's what and just look at the story being deeper than what one may see. Do I believe he's dead? I'm probably. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't think, if for no other reason, I don't think people would put themselves out there, especially with the way President Obama's situation has been, where people are questioning if he's still an American right now. And other stuff, if a lot of can pop up and, and release a new tape or something. Like, you know, I think there's some clarification, whatever way, that he's dead. Um, did people handle stuff the best way? History will tell. Personally, it's looking shaky on my end, just for the sake of that burial at sea situation. Because I never heard of that before. Anybody, like, like a, a war combatant or whatever, they buried him at sea. You know, dude now is essentially going to be like the D.B. Cooper or Jimmy Hoffa of the new generation. Because nobody's going to feel like they really know what's up. Even if the government line is true. You know, I'm not saying I necessarily want to see videos or photos and all of that. Because I, I think people who are going to believe are going to believe and who's not are not going to. But I can't front and say that don't feel funny. But, um, again, I mean, my, uh, my true adulthood happened um, in the past 10 or so years. And that historical figure has weave their way through the narrative for the past 10 or so years so I think it's a significant thing that we had to bring up here on the show and um, I'm going to get to reactions in just a little bit because I know I've been kind of hogging the mic. Um, Judah um, what do you think about all this? Um, I don't believe Osama's been around in love black people and well, at the same time I don't believe when he strikes his main target with black people um, black people did be killed though. Um, most people, most lighter skinned people hate black people. That's just how it is. Whether they're Islamic terrorists or whether they're um, whatever they are. So at the end of the day, um, his death, his death, his his. Never meant anything to me, and so him being dead still doesn't mean anything to me. Because what what is in what is in Fusion and I is greater than his haters or him or or, or people or, or himself. So it's, it's it's more or less us talking about current events as opposed to any him having him or anything he was going to do having an effect. Because it wasn't going to have an effect on people like that. They might, they might lie and say and put that on somebody else who maybe is a Muslim, but it's not going. But 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 that type of stuff is not going. It's not meant for people like us. And so, um, it, it does. It, his reality never meant anything to me. Word up, word up. Um, one thing I found interesting during this past news cycle has been how people have responded. Because this did not happen under President George W. Bush's watch. This happened under President Barack Obama's watch. 
which, which is a cool thing. If, if, if somebody's going to be have to have, have the stones and have the efficiency, let it be a Negro. Let it be, you know, you know, at, at least somebody who looks like that black. You know, and I thought it was interesting because you had some people who just looked like they wanted to bite their tongues off instead of giving props when you look at the uh, mainstream news cycles and some of the channels here. You know, you have some people in other states talking about, you know, well, that was George W. Bush. George W. Bush ain't been in office the past two years, you know. As a matter of fact, it's a researchable fact that after the first maybe two or three years, you know, he has a quote where he just there like, you know, Sam Bilada ain't really even that important. I ain't really hunting him down. Whereas, you know, a president of African descent, of black descent, took care of that in two years. And some people cannot stand that. Personally, I feel like unless Obama really screws up whatever political um, background and affiliation that you have, He's going to probably be president again, just off of this. Unless the economy gets to depression levels, which, fingers crossed, hopefully it doesn't, or some foolishness happens overseas, that's going to go down. And some people cannot stand that. Because I'll tell you what, if that raid went wrong, and those folks got killed, or somebody was held hostage, and the cats made a big deal about it over there, like, you know, videos or whatever dropped, trust and believe he would have been blamed the hell out of that. Cat would have been like, man, that that cat is incompetent. He don't know anything about about nothing. He don't deserve to be commander in chief, mind you, commander in chief of the armed forces. So he had to have a role in at least signing off on the damn papers to make such an operation go down. But when it went down, you know, you got some people who are just mad sour about it. And it's like, look, he was a part of that, whether y'all like it or not. I mean, the Sunday night when they made the announcement, I had a nap for a few minutes. I woke up looking at my um, BlackBerry, as folks know, I'm an avid Twitter user. Um, and people talk about the president's going to make an announcement. I'm like, what the hell? Turn on the news. You know, and another funny thing about how technology works, um, the news um, folks from Twitter were unofficially saying it was about Bin Laden being dead before it was on TV. And whatnot, which I just found very interesting. And um, a lot of the responses during and afterwards to be um, very interesting. And um, yeah, one of the things is that, you know, some people just could not lead themselves to that. Like, I, I don't know, my part says if that happened under George W. Bush's watch, you would have had some cats American flag waving and screaming. Fox News would probably had old boy on 24 hours a day. All kinds of stuff. But... Would this happen under this black dude who supposedly is is weak on defense, on um the defense type of stuff, military type of stuff? And I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I'm just bringing out how the political environment is over here. And he got it done in two years. Like he came into what was already is was a jacked up situation after eight years. Period. And you know. The dude just signed up on the papers that was at the White House Correspondents Dinner the day before cracking on people, which I thought was funny as well, or whatever, um, cracking on Trump and other cats who were questioning whether he was an American beforehand. You know what I'm saying? Coming out Sunday night, just like, yeah, by the way, um, we murked Osama bin Laden. Man, that's an ill poker face President Obama has. I, I don't give a damn, because I mean, you know, 
people has you know the news narrative at the moment is people have signed off on that before so you know they're probably keeping them updated on certain stuff that was happening or whatever but if you looked at that stuff a few days before you had no clue that something of that magnitude would have even remotely been going down so you know I don't know what's the story at the end of the day regardless of your political beliefs nobody wants to give a black man credit there you go (laughs) and that's that's that black man or a black woman credit I think our people getting on Michelle Obama's case about wanting kids to exercise and try to be in better shape and eat better food. What type of crap is that? I have seen on the web some supposed Republican and other cats annoyed at that. Like they're trying to take away people's right to eat what they want. They ain't trying to take away a damn thing. It's like, have your kid not be a damn butterball. Go outside. Move around. Dance. Do something. I know I, when I was younger I couldn't be doing no let me sit inside all day you know, I had my mom or my stepfather look at me like I had five eyes I was going outside after a minute and I don't regret that as an adult so I don't know man like sometimes you know the fact that these particular people of black descent have a level of success on what well, some look at it as a mainstream or a white playing field here in the states irks people, and I think this week was a huge example of that with um, Michelle's Obama exercise campaign and the situation um, with Bin Laden. Um, again, I still think we got a lot of freedoms we got to fight for here and beyond, just as humanity. But you know, again, I ain't crying no tears. That dude's dead. But we gotta be sure that we don't become the quote-unquote barbarians or crazy people that we call some of these other cats. Over. And that is the bottom line on that. Um, that was the huge, major, I guess, story that cats had to babble about. Um, on the, I guess let's get on the lighter side on some entertainment stuff or whatever else. Um, the Beastie Boys album to me is hot. Hot Sauce Committee Part 2. Again, those cats have done that, been doing music for 32 years. Which, when I was um, just doing a little bit of brief uh, background research when I wrote my um, Oh Hell No blog review, you know, blew my mind. Like, one thing I can say, if nothing else, those cats have some of the best interplay of a group I've ever heard. No doubt. The beats could kind of be so so at times. I mean, personally, I feel that overall, it's a pretty solid album. Maybe not their, definitely not their best, but it's a solid album. But for Cats who've been doing it for 32 years, they still sound like they just enjoying themselves at a cypher outside. They can still drop witty lines and whatnot. You know, some of these cats is, is literally grandpas and other type of things. You got older white boys from Brooklyn that have more feeling in their hip-hop than cats who are younger from from places all over the world. From three white boys from Brooklyn. They know that. I knew from day one that they had something that had nothing to do with being lyrical. You can't talk about being lyrical. These boys never were lyrical. But they had something else in that, I think. Either you're born with it or you... Some people are born with it or maybe aren't even utilizing it. But I think some people are are, 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 are technical, um, intelligent monkeys, and they kind of can know the technique, but they are monkeys, so they have no soul. So, you know, they don't make no money, but 
but you know, um, that's how it kind of comes off and it sounds to people who have sold and who have not sold out. But yeah, big up to Beastie Boys, big up to Brooklyn, big up to the section, big up to um, big up to people who bought the first album when it came out, or big up to any, big up to the, to the new generation of cats that have accepted the Beastie Boys. They definitely deserve it. And I came up knowing cats like that because I'm from the tri-state area. I came up knowing cats like that in New York and in Jersey as a kid. And so, um, you know what I'm saying, those cats deserve it. Because I remember early on, back in the days, a lot of cats wasn't even admitted. There was a, there was a little bit of racism in, in Jersey and about how cats didn't want to admit that they liked certain rap music. But when the Beastie Boys came out, they embraced it. But I remember, I remember, because, you know, you know, I remember cats, they, you know, Run DMC, there was a couple of cats, some of the cats I even ran with, you know, Italian cats, they, yeah, they liked that, but they were out front with it, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. about liking black rappers, you know what I'm saying, but Beastie Boys kind of opened up the gateway, I think, for, uh, uh, and, and, and for maybe people to pay attention to it more, because, you know, it wasn't just poor black New Yorkers, you know what I'm saying, and, for people overseas, poor black, poor black New Yorkers from New York and Jersey are some of the more hated blacks in the United States. Now, people will be mad when I say that, but I've traveled and I know the way New York and New Jersey cats do cats or whatever. In the sense of when I'm traveling, I see how it's used the opposite way. But you know what I'm saying? But you know, big up to Beastie Boys and um, uh, live long and prosper. No doubt, no doubt. The new videos they have are pretty hot too. People can search them out. They got um, "Fight for Your Life" revisited, which is um, kind of dope. They got like some doppelganger cats playing them, and a whole bunch of crazy like cameos up in there, and some other stuff. Um, I have it, the video with the post in the Oh Hell No blog review as well as a preview of the album. You can check out every single full track. Listen to it. And feel, you know, if you want to find out what's what or whatever. And one thing I had to give them some props on too is the way they dropped the streaming preview was just brilliant. There was just a cryptic message on their Twitter page, like talking about, um, I'm just doing quick paraphrasing, I'm not being exact. Like, you know, y'all got to tune in or listen to some other type of thing. And they ended up streaming their album through a boombox at Madison Square Garden. Really? Mm hmm. And that was the first time people heard the album. I was like, yo, that's fly. So on multiple levels, um, props to um, those fellas and all of that. Also, um, on a uh, more entertainment, lighthearted end, if you're an action fan person, um, I kind of am. I think folks will dig Fast and Furious 5, or Fast 5, as it's um, being called. Um... I mean, I've seen different reviews, but I mean, personally, you know, sometimes you just gotta watch that kind of, here's my five-sentence plot movie, and just enjoy action scenes or whatever, whatever. And it's been a while since one's either seen both Vin Diesel and The Rock in an actual action movie, and it has no qualms about not being an action movie. So that was cool. I mean, I went to see it um, in D.C. Um, with Judah, and um, it was enjoyable. It was cool. It was like one of those movies where you, when you get into that summer blockbuster period, you want to just see something 
kind of crazy that makes you want to go to the movie theater instead of you know waiting maybe for it on dvd or how some people may quote unquote acquire a movie via the internet i'm not advocating it i'm just saying we know that's just realistic or whatever now, that was a movie theater movie for some of the set pieces there and um yeah overall um props to everybody involved i think it was a pretty nice flick and you know for my ladies and you know people who you know like that type of eye candy or whatever you know the rock was looking kind of hot to me you look a little better than Diesel, but they both look good and you know there, there was my stuff there so my little mini movie review and all of that good stuff on um, that particular end. Oh, and finally, Prodigy and um, Havoc just got back on stage for the first time since the Prodigy just got out of jail. And I heard Prodigy's um, autobiography is dope. I actually have the audiobook um, in my iPod. I got to give it a listen probably in the upcoming week and see what's what. But I've heard it's um, pretty interesting and not just necessarily on the gossipy, you know, who, you know, what, since I got to think about FCC term for this. Um, who quote unquote hit it with who and all that type of stuff. Supposed to be some interesting um, music info and background. So you know, probably use my um, my monthly Audible um, credit on your book. So it better be dope. That's, that's all I'm saying. But um, Mob Deep, um, Queensbridge, New York, representing um, definitely um, seminal in 1990s um, NYC street hip hop with the beats and rhymes and all of that good stuff and they've been a relatively solid crew in my opinion with the exception of maybe the Blood Money G Unit album Um, those cats have you know done their thing in um, their particular niche and I'm curious to see what's gonna happen when the um, new Mob Deep music drops I know Prodigy just actually dropped an EP I've heard some songs that are pretty cool Um, that's free on the net right now and whatnot. and um yeah, you know, cats who I think sometimes people get it misconstrued with how we talk on the radio show. Um, I think both myself and you do like music from all types of arenas and people talking about all different types of stuff. I think the situation that is knowing more now in the twenty first century than anything is the fact that there's not a diversity of choice for those who are checking out a mainstream outlet. When my beat was out, there was a whole bunch of different types of hip hop out people weren't, you know, talking about these the only cats who can be out right now. Like how it is right now. At times, we had to literally go on to the internet for a lot of new music, and of course, the um, independent radio stations, college, community, low power FM, etc., etc. So, for me, you know, it's just, just an interesting bit of nostalgia, and you know, he seems like he's on the, he seems like he's on an interesting plane from the past few interviews I've seen, mentally and otherwise. So, um, I'm curious to see how things go. And, uh, I'm pretty how sure everything out. is going to sound decent because I think my people in Jersey was, was, was big on them. So when I didn't have an album or buy an album, they had an album. And so they never had a whack album to me. I just think maybe they had stronger albums than other albums. You know what I'm saying? And um, anybody that has dealt with the corrections in New York, you know what I'm saying? And it comes out and they still want some positive things. Keep their head above water. God bless them. You know what I'm saying? Because um, um, corrections and um, and um, and um, uh, 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 the jail system in New York is no joke. No doubt. That's and very true. So, and, you know, my family and my people that you know, you 
know, da 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 da, had their feelings and running past central, central booking and past and beyond that. You know, um, nah, cats and come out with their head above water and, and still wanting to, to progress and not feeling bad about themselves. God bless them. No doubt, no doubt. And finally, one random but interesting story I've um, discovered um, this week was that DC Comics has a series where people do various short stories with various heroes and stuff. You know, par for the course, if you remotely even been in the comic books, you sometimes see that happen in different storylines and universes and stuff like that. Um, one story that apparently has... Um, quote unquote patriots and certain republicans and right wingers with their um, collective boxers and panties and not is one of these um, short story compilations had Superman renouncing his um, citizenship to the United States saying that he did not want to be looked at as necessarily only for the United States that he was supposed to be you know a global guy that saves people internationally and all over the world and for one thing, I'm like, why are y'all getting all upset? It's a comic book. Like, he's supposed to be USA. It's like, are you serious? The, the economy is crappy, and some of you congressmen are commenting on this? What? Secondly, it's like, does anybody always promote globalization and being a global citizen? Why can't Superman be I thought that was music. And I saw that story. Because looking at some things online, like, some people got really offended about that. Like, you know, okay, for one thing, it's like, Superman's not real. Sorry. <laughs> you know, calm down. Take a breather. Secondly, to a degree, I'm like, why wouldn't cats do that? I mean, we, we live in different times. You can't necessarily just be unquestioning of almost anything. So if you have a character who's supposed to be in a semi-realistic world, why would they not question how things are? Or be like they're not beat to be looked at, or maybe eventually manipulated or used for something bad. No doubt. But yeah, I, I thought that was kind of bugged out. Cause like I said, I saw some folks and they were wilding about it. Uh-huh. I'm like, gas is four dollars a gallon for unleaded around my way. Let's wild out about that, okay? <laughs> no doubt. Let's wild out about the whack um, unemployment rate that, while it's quote unquote getting better, is still whack. You know, you you catch a babbling about Superman and and you're in Congress. Get out of here. My DC Comics people, like Jack Kirby, would come and like smack you upside the head from the grave. Are you serious? Let's let's get it together. But anyway, we've definitely had a bit of a chunk of intro time, but I know the Bin Laden was gonna take up a little bit. And all that good stuff. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to bring up. Um, oh, for my people who like them ye old medieval times type of thing, just to stay on the entertainment end, right quick. Um, Game of Thrones on HBO is kind of hot, in my opinion. I've seen them an episode or two, and um, it's 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 interesting. It's not it's like one of those fantasy worlds that's based on that medieval England type of stuff. I can't even necessarily explain all the intricate details of Game of Thrones. 
I know it's based off of like a sci-fi book series that a lot of people are really, really into sci-fi slash fantasy series. But um, the actors are really good, and I've been engaged in it. And for somebody like me who doesn't really watch a whole bunch of TV, much less regularly broadcast TV, or it might be online or something, um, you know, it's worthy to check out. It's for the grown folks, so you know, the violence is is violent, like bloody, you kind of violent. And there, there will be naked boobies and other things galore because it's HBO and it's late night. So if your kid watches it, you can't blame us. I already told you. And um, yeah, it's um, interesting. Some folks may want to peek that a little bit and see what's what. Oh, also, PBS has um, a documentary that's going to be coming up on the Freedom um, Riders soon. Okay, then. Yeah, um... And the bits of clips and other things I've seen, and the promos look pretty dope. And it's supposed to be an actual documentary where they interview um, old school cats back in the day or whatever, like the folks who rode through the South here in the United States. Uh-huh. You know, protesting for civil rights for African Americans and all of that type of stuff. So, PBS has a, a pretty good track record with that type of thing. Um, from the old school Eyes on the Prize to um, stuff on Frontline and. Um, damn, I can't think of, oh, yeah, it is Frontline. Um, Independent Lens and things like that, so, it should be interesting. Um, we get the broadcast time or whatever, um, I'ma definitely hype it up and we can see, um, the tactics of gone. Even, um, for those who are like, whatever, and there's only thing about what celebrities think, even Oprah Winfrey interviewed some of those cats about the documentary. And one of some of the original Freedom, um, um, writers got interviewed on her show and other various stuff so there's people who are looking at this as kind of a big deal and to a degree I'm glad because there seems to be a, a movement to kind of try to push away civil rights for everybody much less black Americans no doubt. and history of the battles and stuff that happened and you know stuff has barely been like 50 to 60 years ago so for things like that to still occur and the kind of thing that people want to try to cut funding to folks like PBS public broadcasting service like, if that was cut, stuff like that wouldn't be out. No, no. I feel, unless you really had some dough and had that cable money, like, regular TV people who have, like, a TV of rabbit ear still can get PBS. So, I'm glad those cats exist and, you know, still fun programming. Um, of that sort. No doubt, no doubt. Oh, yeah, oh. I want to give a big shout out to Southeast Asia. I know they're checking us out. Big up to Vietnam. We no doubt. But checking out how we put it down and, um... And uh, tell a friend, tell, tell many that we get down and we got it good and plenty. No doubt, no doubt. And also on the shout out and um, big shouts out to the um, folks of <clears throat> of Game. Out way back when some people when we were in Jersey, New York, had um, heard of Game. Um, they are an organization that's um, trying to form a hip hop union. And they had the middle of that Boys and Poets here in D.C. Um, during this broadcast week. And that was cool. Ran to um, some folks I haven't seen in a minute. And um, all of that. Um, excuse me. Um, shout out to my boy Ravage, a.k.a. Mexico Godzilla. We've been in touch for years, literally, when he was rolling with um, MF Doom and all them folks. To a solo career now. So it's good to meet um, that brother live. Um... God, why? Oh, it was also Rosa Clemente. Um, she ran on the VP yeah. ticket along with um, Cynthia McKinney during yeah. the um, 08 elections. 
um, she was up in there. Um, for those who are on the um, YouTube and uh, what um, the brother D Brad who um, exposed BET through his series of videos, oh, no. and one of how they ran was up in there, and um, it was it was a very interesting event um, with the panels and discussions that folks had. So if anybody was down to earth, there wasn't you know the snobbery that sometimes exists at that type of thing, and people know what I'm talking about. And um, yeah, it was overall cool. So shout out to that. Plus, because I was over there at that event, I actually saw Mr. Dick Gregory, who rolled up in there right quick. That was like crazy and whatnot. So, no, no, no. Shout out to that man, yo. You know, there's gonna be a sad day when he passes away. No, no. Comedian, civil rights activist, um, just into everything. So he was kind. He there was mad people who crowded up on him when he came through. He literally just came in, got a book and you know, a drink and stuff. Probably some folks that bounced. But, you know, open man. It was just kind of weird because I'm like, why did everybody surround this old black dude? Oh, crap. Yeah, he's on that, he's on that health stuff, so we might see Dick around for a while. Yeah, we, we'll be older. We'll be like, Dick Gregory has turned 110. Maybe we'll talk about him on like today's show when they talk about all the folks who reached that long. But, yeah, it, that, you know, overall, all that was cool, so I had to shout out um, them folks. And whatnot, um, and um, yeah, man. I actually think after all this um babbling of this long intro, I um oh one more thing. Public Enemy dropping a new album. Hi. So you know, shout out to uh, Mr. Chuck D and Flavor Flav, and I don't know if it's going on with the. Shockley's or not yet, but if so, Mr. Hank Shockley. Alright. You know, the SW1s. I think they still have SW1s, which is interesting. S1Ws. S1Ws. Okay, I don't like SW1. SW1s is the cat who is on, um, is on, on living color. <laughs> yeah, I had to pause. I'm like, well, I'm like, where the hell did SW1 come from, Thee? This, this, this shows I, I'm tired. <laughs> Whatever, but it's all good. I just looked up a stuff stand, and to my rescue, there was the S1W. That's like etched in my mind from like decades ago. Yeah, But nah, big up to them. them. That's all that they, they, you know, conscious hip hop is not a negative thing. You might not be into it. That's not your thing, it ain't. But it will always be played on this radio station. Believe I that. that. I definitely think that. And let's, let's not just say conscious hip-hop or message hip-hop or whatever. How about just good hip-hop? Yes, it's, it's hip-hop with a message and all that type of stuff, but those cats wouldn't be around to have the influence that they still had at this day on various MCs who, who you know, want to spread a message right. musically if the music itself was not dope. That's right. You can still put it in nation. You know, it takes nation a million to hold us back today, and that joint still bumps. You can, put it no in the, you can put it in the He Got Game soundtrack. Let's, let's go a little further out. No and, and that joint book, crazy. Like, certain joints, like, bump, and you just automatically are taken somewhere. That's and right. that's, that's not just necessarily because cats had certain stuff to say. They were able to pair that with the music. And sometimes, in what some call the conscious hip hop or message hip hop realm, hit, forget that. You know, it's yeah. like, if you don't know how to do that to a beat and make it cohesive and sound good you might as well just be doing spoken word or making speeches which isn't a bad thing per se but if you're battling against this other kinds of music that might not be trying to say stuff or think about stuff and the, and the, the other beats are better people are gonna listen to other kind of music and that's just reality 
So, you know, when people can still put on Fight the Power and get amped, and these cats can tour all over the place and still put out music independently, um, shout out to the Slam Jams label and all of that, and get stuff jumping off, that's significant. And these also aren't young cats either. No doubt. And, you know, when you see videos of, like, recent live shows, they tear it down. You know, you got some cats that just stand there and mumble over, like, a CD track now with some live shows. Like I'm, I'm extremely picky of live shows. Now I've seen some some real crappy shows, but I've seen some excellent ones too. And a Public Enemy puts on an excellent show. Like like straight straight up and down. Like you'd be like, damn, these dudes are about like in their mid forties to fifties now. Damn. Well, they still do that, you know. So it's all good. Even though Flav having some issues with his recent business ventures, but hey, whatever. I, Look at that, Blade used to do crack, and that nigga's still out there. Black don't crack, baby. It only crack when you think it's gonna crack. If you think it's gonna crack, it's gonna crack. Otherwise, it ain't gonna crack, baby! Okay. Kill me. And there we go. John Judah. <laughs> especially if you, especially if you not, if you're not on this junk food, you try to take all this food out, you try to take all this junk information, TV, music, and, uh, 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 Look at Dick Gregory. Look at Dick Gregory. Yeah, and I do I have to say for that, I do have to say for that man, he's up there. But you know, for a dude who was up around that age frame, he was chill, he was spry, sharp as hell. I was like, all right, man, I ain't mad at you. That's what's good. But yeah, I had to mention the PE album, man. Um, they they haven't really disappointed me. I mean, there's been stuff, of course, that's been better than others. But they still have a nice track record of making those uh, so songs that I'm like, okay, y'all, y'all still had, y'all still have it there, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, like well, you know, when you talk about cats like P.E., the Beastie Boys, um, Cool G Rap, and some other various cats, it's like, yes, I'm going to respect the foundation, the old school cats, because those cats wouldn't, have, things wouldn't be the way they are today without any of those cats, including those cats who never got shine. However, you had to give extra props, especially in this day and age when people try to make people of color and people who say they follow hip-hop ages towards people, where all of a sudden somehow being 30 to 35 is bad, even though almost everybody who's making a whole bunch of money is at least in their, is who's at, or at least in their 30s. Some in their, in their late 30s to 40s. And we're talking about mainstream people. We're talking about if you just believe the press age. And a lot of these cats aren't press age. You know, some of these cats have been 30 for the past 5, 10 years, but anyway, we'll, 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 we'll just let that be what it is. But when you have, you know, cats on that caliber who can still put out solid music, and that can influence people, I have to give love and props on that. That's just how it is. No doubt. I mean, you have R&B and doo-wop groups that don't last as long as P.E. the Beastie Boys have, making solid, consistent music. Maybe not the classics they did back in the day, but still, you know, stuff that's on point. No doubt. Influential, so. Beastie Boys got an album out. PE's gonna be putting out a new one. Um, I can't think of any other albums right now because I'm tired, like I said, so. The Farrell Monster album came out, and that's hot too. Oh, the Farrell Monster's definitely hot. Um, that's definitely a good quality piece of work and all of that good stuff. I think, yeah, I think that is about it right. Oh, one, 
Yeah, let, let, let's definitely do that, guy. We've been talking for a minute. Like, it was going to be that type of intro. Um, oh, one more. Shout out to Camp Low. Camp Low had a nice mixtape out with Pete Rock. Um, they was at the 80 blocks, 80 blocks from Tiffany's. If I'm messing up the title, I'm sorry, guys. I'm shout out to those brothers. Um, they good combo people. All right. And all of that, but um, yeah, the, the tracks from there are are banging, and it's it's nice to know that everybody can still do it up, even though society sometimes wants to try to trash you and make you think only 10 cats exist who can rhyme on a beat, and you know. You don't have a food and stuff. You know, water down your artistic creation. Because to me, cooning ain't necessarily just talking about one or two subject matters. It's, it's bowing down to a crazy system. You know, I don't care whether you're around about street stuff or other types of stuff, but, you know, you can eyeball somebody and be like, that is what I call 21st century eye cooning. Anyway, we, we've been talking for mad long. <laughs> Let's just go ahead. And get into the music mix, get into the next portion of our weekly three-hour block of goodness here on the syndicated Fusebox Radio broadcast with DJ Fuse and John Judah. 21st Century Black Radio bringing you some of the best beats, news, and commentary from all over the world. And yeah, we about to get into it. This is not your watered-down urban radio. This is true-to-life black radio. DJ Fusion, John Judah, Fusebox Radio. Peace. Peace to the God. Peace to Allah. Hey, yo, there go that brother Grand Poopa. You heard that brother got knowledge or Yo, Drew and Jay, brother. Yo, let's have that brother come over and add on to the site. You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. Manifesting thoughts with my infinite styles Making sure this travels 23 million miles The other six I set the crucifix Because the heart of the problem is this Big on it, God Preacher got my order putting money in the pan For the rest of the week now I'm eating at a soup can He has a home, drives a caddy to town Has my old earth believing that he's coming from the ground Slain of those who fought for what was right Slayed of those who fell victim to the fight A drug-controlled substance contained in a file Set about a devil You're not fooling me. You see, the answer for me is black unity, unification to help our bad situation. I wrote this on a day of wisdom, power, all being born of myself. God. I won't diss the next brother to be paid. It's not my trade, it's just a plan that is designed by the colored man. Now our babies are born to think this is the way of us. The way of That's us. the way the devil wants it, so it is no fun. It is no it's fun. just that sad old song, self destruction, to stop our reproduction. Then put our wisdom before us. Murder. Say the devil fool was born years ago. Why equal self 
perpetrate a main interpretation saying that we receive more gold for our labor in his nation. Do we receive more gold? God, now cipher. It's time to drop the bomb and make the devil pay the piper. True I can't do that, cause I 
I saved up for these diamonds. Call me Count the Climbing, Diamond District's lying. But we keep on shining, it's an industry standard. And I just keep my manicured fingers instead. But you was wearing bathing nips. I'm bathing suit and I'm bathing. My girl's got an apron, aromas, bacon, and scrambling eggs. And you was talking Pyrex? Well, I've been using them tools too since 92. Talking about your whip game, I'll outcook you. BS degree from Morehouse, I graduated school. No equipment expensive, but it's used to food. Selling to your people, that's the way they planned it. Love that trap music, but the trapping can't stand it. Call me Big Brother, howdy KKK. It don't matter, they don't pay attention anyway. All they gotta do is watch the news. But what do we do? We play video games. But this ain't virtual, this reality. Who gon' be the new star? Stop brutality. Boys in prison, then school, that's not fallacy. Go and call it casualty, cause there ain't no condom. Used to preach after this, now that's just so humdrum. Let the angels hum some. Hope it sucks on in some. Let it soak on in some. Dion, make the snare hit right here and make it subside the head. That is the lame water fountain now. Water's better. I almost can't stand tap water now. And look where gas is heading. I got a space on my spreadsheet for Starbucks now. And that's just good budgeting. And that's just good budgeting. How else am I gonna get up when Martin said I had a dream? Well, who's gonna wake us up from this nightmare? Ain't no Freddy Cougar there. These stripes and stars used to evoke better bars. Wake up, y'all. Don't brush your teeth. Don't wash your face. Go straight to the polls. Cause we don't like long lines. But we'll stand if it's at the DMV ride. Running, run the other way. They wanna see the fight. It shouldn't be just Jess and L. Sharpton. There needs to be some younger ones. Step up. KRS, poor righteous teachers. Like to apologize on behalf of hip hop. Ex Clan and public enemy. This is Bentley. I like to apologize on behalf of hip hop. Jungle Brothers, they alive soul. I like to apologize on behalf of the hip hop. African Bam by the Tupac. I like to apologize on behalf of hip hop. Rock him, Queen Latifah. I like to apologize on behalf of hip hop. Ice Cube, NWA, and Brand Nubian. like to apologize on behalf of hip hop. Tribe Talk Quest. I like to step up.
wins when you win one, lose when you lose, gold when you go hard, bronze when you snooze. It feels good when they tell you that you're killing it. It feels better ten years later if you're still in it. And all it takes is if you put your will in it, to put your all in it, no matter what you're calling this. Of course, know that you might fall a bit. It gets ugly, acknowledge it, say yes. So holler back if you're getting all of this. Don't get comfy, get funky, parliament. You get tarnished, get polished, learn tolerance. Keep promises, keep knowledge, and push like street pharmacists. For accomplishments, be honest, keep modest when you accomplish them. Just be like Kanye in common sense, and you'll catch up and spread like condiments. It feels good, say yes if you win it, man. And just get it how you live it, fam. It feels good, it feels good. Say yes if you win it, man. And just get it how you live it, fam. It feels good. They expecting you to fail, either dead or in jail. Want you to fall off, be the head of the tail. But still, you gotta get to the first place. Stare him in the grill if you want it in the worst way. Then going for the kill and show him that you thirsty. Hit him with the sheen like Charlie is your first name. Winning, it's the ninth inning. Home run, can we get him for that pennant? Say yes like Obama making president. They say you can't do it if you really letting them. Saying lose or lose every time that you betting them. Make them lose and taste their own medicine And brush past them so fast they had to spin Let them naysayers know that we get it in This ain't the beginning circle, it's the winner's circle And every winner in its ribbon's purple Holla It feels good, Say yes if you win it, man And just get it how you live it, fam It feels good, It feels good, Say yes if you win it, man just get it how you live it, fam. It feels good. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio, the hottest DJ Fusion.
What's the deal? It's MC Light. You're checking out the fuse box, bringing the best of hip hop and R&B from all over. Speak with a pen, breathe life 
listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Fascism is not all about jackboots and guys with mustaches. It is a system of economic and social control. The particularities of fascism in any given nation grow out of the special dynamics of that country. Fascism in the United States will be blow-dried, and its legal and bureaucratic form will take shape in places like Michigan, where an innocuous-sounding piece of legislation called the Local Government and School District Fiscal Accountability Act is the prototype for a host of laws designed to make government, the state, a compliant tool for the dictatorial rule of the most predatory sections of the ruling class. In 2011 America, that's Wall Street, finance capital. Michigan's law allows the state to appoint emergency managers to nullify contracts, including labor agreements, which is what has unions upset. But the scope and intention of the law is much deeper and wider than simply anti-union. The legislation allows emergency managers to nullify the powers and authority of local governments of all kinds. One of its supporters gave the game away when he spoke to the need to impose a kind of financial martial law in which all pretense of democracy would be abolished in targeted communities. The community the Republican politician had in mind was Detroit, the black metropolis, where the public schools were promptly put under emergency state control. But there is nothing to stop the state from abolishing democratic governance in any of Michigan's cities if an emergency can be declared or created. On April 15th, the mostly black city of Benton Harbor, the poorest jurisdiction in the state, was placed under total financial martial law. Its citizens suddenly made more powerless than blacks in Selma, Alabama prior to the civil rights movement. Fascism has always required an emergency, a crisis, to justify the surrender of whatever citizen liberties previously existed. Its mass organizing principle revolves around the other, the scapegoating of a hated group that can be blamed for the emergency. Historically, in the United States, that other has been black people, although other others have been added to the list. The U.S. has always been fertile grounds for fascist politicking. In fact, I have long maintained that white terror under Southern Jim Crow was a peculiar form of American fascism. Fascism is also associated with militarism and the national security state, which are certainly familiar aspects of modern Americana. More importantly, the militarization of the inner cities has been an established fact since the mid-1960s. The proof is in the one million African Americans behind bars. The crisis that justifies the outright abolition of democracy, beginning, of course, in black America, is the crisis afflicting finance capitalism. Wall Street then imposes instant emergencies on the larger society by starving cities and schools and the public sector in general in order to strip down, privatize, and commodify every asset in sight. Michigan's fascist model will doubtless be duplicated across the nation as Wall Street moves to rule directly through its emergency managers by one name or another. The permanent emergency has begun. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Glenn Ford.
On the web, go to www.blackagendareport.com.
This is Chuck the Public Enemy. You're now listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fusion. Harder than you think.
to Media Minutes. I'm Stevie Converse. And I'm Candace Clement. And I'm Megan Tatey. The combination of a bad economy and dramatic changes in the news audience and how they want their news delivered has led to a stark choice for the newspaper industry, adapt or die. In many instances, the innovators leading the process of adaptation are young journalists who see the opportunities that new technologies offer newsrooms willing to make changes. 29-year-old Jigsha Desai is one of those innovators. As visuals editor at the Knoxville News Sentinel in Tennessee, she made editor and publisher magazine's list of the 25 people under the age of 35 who are helping to reshape journalism and guide media companies through the digital era. She says the younger generation of journalists bring a different mindset to the newsroom, 
one that reflects the rapid 24-hour pace that readers have come to expect in a plugged-in world. We are very non-traditional, like that we don't think of it as there being one deadline, for instance, making sure, you know, you have your story by 5 o'clock. We're always about instantaneous communication, making sure we're getting news on our phone. We're disrupting journalism as it is today. Desai says she's constantly on the prowl for new tools that can help distribute media to better fit readers' changing needs. The Sentinel is using the website Storify to curate content for their website and Ning.com for social networking. Desai says these creative ideas are generally met with appreciation among her co-workers who cut their teeth on traditional print journalism. There are people who understand that this energy is needed to take journalism forward and to take the industry forward, and I think they recognize and appreciate this new energy that's coming in. Among the ideas Desai is most excited about for the future of news is how mobile phones can use geolocation applications to tailor news for readers. If you're in a neighborhood and you sign up to receive alert from, say, the New York Times or whatever, and they know of news happening in Florence, Kansas, and they know you're there, they will probably send you an alert on your phone because of that. Instead of you having to find the news, your phone will know you're in Lawrence, Kansas. But like, hey, since you're here, try this. So it's almost like a recommendation engine on your phone, depending on where you are. To read the full list of journalism innovators under 35, visit editorandpublisher.com. There are some technologies that society considers so important that it decides to make it available to everyone. From the interstate highways that connect the country to the Tennessee Valley Authority that brought electricity to vast reaches of the southeast, as did the Hoover Dam in the southwest, these projects are considered among the greatest accomplishments in American history. In 1996, the Federal Communications Commission brought the same commitment to telephone service with its Universal Service Fund. This small per-customer fee creates a pool of funds intended to provide every community with telecom services, especially rural and low-income communities, schools, libraries, and healthcare facilities at rates that are reasonably comparable to those charged in urban areas. Matt Wood is Associate Director of the Media Access Project. He's part of a broad movement to reform USF in order to support broadband build-out and adoption. And our basic push has been to modernize and expand that program, which means improving the current structures but also broadening it to include support for broadband deployment and adoption. Amina Fazula, policy counsel for the Benton Foundation, explains why funding broadband adoption is so important. When it comes to adoption of broadband in low-income communities, there are a number of hurdles that folks have identified in, in various studies. And so, you know, there's obviously cost, but there's also purchasing the equipment as well as the ongoing monthly subscription fee. And then beyond that, there's understanding how to use the equipment, upkeep of the equipment, software update. And then beyond that, just really understanding what the Internet has to offer. Online access is not a luxury in many parts of the country, says Ejael Casaparalta, coordinator of the Rural Broadband Policy Group. She believes reliable, affordable, high-speed Internet is a vital link to economic and social participation. In a lot of rural communities, we like we lack a lot of basic infrastructure, right? Our uh, schools are consolidating or shutting down, post offices, um, libraries are closing down. There's not a lot of like uh, hospitals around or higher ed facilities or even banking institutions. And so the Internet is really an, a, an access portal for us to be able to um, access everyday services. And so as, this, as, um, as everyday services uh, go online more frequently or are transported to the online world, then these funds are, play a really vital role in continuing to provide access to healthcare, education, 
um, you know, political uh, participation and uh, democracy for our community. You've been listening to Media Minutes, a production of Free Press, a national nonpartisan organization working to reform the media. For more information, visit freepress.net. DJ Fusion.
now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fuse. About flowing and no business. I figured I'd get in and get comfortable, kick my feet up. So I'm up in the studio with my sneakers on the speaker. Got the gas face like Joe D, turn the beat up and open up the window because we got another heater. It's like they never knew the definition of a leader, but easily intrigued by the, the shit they be seeing. LP sounding like a whole different being. Know that ain't the same motherfucker I be seeing. Working downtown as a capital policeman. Wonder if he used that squad car to move his keys in. Gotta be content with the lifestyle you leading. Thinking it's a movie, it can be your last scene. And everybody hustling and everybody's 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 Everybody hustling and everybody spitting. Everybody hustling and everybody spitting. So when you go to rock a show, everybody missing. They say they in the streets, but they really in the kitchen. And only handle beef when a burger need flipping. The guys got my back, but there's no need for fronting. Dawn hasn't even cracked. These mamas already lunching. I tell them, take your time. You're reclined to learn something. It's why not vodka. It ain't made by Russian. <laughs> but fuck it, man. I ain't saying nothing. Just keep the beats pumping till they get a concussion. And make them drums tout like an ant. So you can keep it locked till we dock at your Uru. Cause here, then we gon' ride waves as we doin' it. And make fakes walk the plank for getting foolish. Cause ain't nobody dope as us and ain't nobody realer than substantial Joe D and Godzilla. Everybody hustling and everybody's. Everybody hustling and everybody's. Everybody hustling and everybody's. Everybody hustling and everybody's spittin'. Everybody hustling and everybody's. Everybody hustling and I got 16 for this one, Godzilla. It's all cliche, all clicked up. It's all clico. It's all ish, all ass that they kissed up. It's a fight the ball up on my fist up. These niggas are going high smoke, so I twist up. Get high, wave high to them. Killing what kind is how I do them. Shooting with a smile. Early bird is the worm, I be hooting with the owls now. It's authentic, behold the all minute. You took it, ain't see me like the cost tenant. 40 cal for you took it with that 2020. Ha 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 ha. You took it, got that funny money. Check out this bizarre rapper style used by me. Skinny mugging flowing like a BIG. Call it life after death. One hand washes the other, and the right after left. Yes. You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. <laughs> 
You learn a lot with your ears open. I guess my mind was somewhere else when my mind spoke it. We far out of line when them dimes roaming, and a seven is fine if I ass swollen. Part in the instincts my pops gave me. I get defensive, man. I was raised by four ladies. A white man's no is a black maybe. So where the trust funds for the black babies? Call me a conscious rapper, whatever the flow, stupid. Retarded, Stacy Dash and Clueless. Go H ish, homie bars buffoonish. That NJ boy cocoon, daughter coons ish. Uh, and I'm just waiting for a transformation. Kill the game and I'm burning all the alpha thinkers. Haters mad like Jordan Hines for Invader. And it's on my crew keeps keeps pushing on so why you keep hating I tell them see you later about my paper oh about them haters I tell them no whatever 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 we on man I got it 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 oh 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 I'm holler Trying to be Neo in this matrix Or survive long enough to become an agent Life short, but you mean remain patient Internal quest, y'all could remain nameless Same kids, same kicks, so it kick rhymes And cool off when I step in, I change climates Wanna reach the mountaintop, where's the rope to climb it? Rock the bells, now these haters wanna chime in And they ain't put a dime in, they said I changed up Well, JSL said, well, I don't roll A plus, and they all in training A cups, so gone off with this movement Bang bus, <laughs> I'm going in cold minor status To no part of the atlas remains absent The king, I wasn't born in Akron It's Dirty Jerz, y'all check the accent And it's on my crew keeps Keeps pushing on, so why you keep hating? I tell them, see you later. About my paper, about, my paper. Oh, about them haters, I tell them. Man, whatever, 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 whatever we on. Uh, man, I got it, 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 oh, oh, oh. I'll show y'all how to do it right now. See if that ain't a crap, get flipped in my circle. You be chilling Radio. DJ Fusion. Are you ready for a music revolution? Are you ready for change and evolution? Then let me see you wave your hands like you just don't care. Cause the day that you've been dreaming of is finally now here. New originators, new style creators, true music lovers. Once you come discover, I got a passion for blast and my hot butter soul. My third eye's blind, I'm heavenly sublime. This ain't commercial and this ain't underground. This is just us in love with sound. So travel with us on this journey that we call change. Cause remember, nothing ever stays the same. Transcend glitz, are you ready for the love eclipse? 
bass plus 808 equals change If you're enjoying yourself, then we to blame We the cause of the love, buzz and the atmosphere Didn't know us first, now you're glad we here Let me, let me, let me see you touch the sky Sing, sing, sing the song, sing it high Dance, clap your hands, we celebrating the new And elevating it through, and bringing the ocean view So come and copy tickets for the love train Hurry up and get them, you might not see this again Travel with us on this journey called change Cause remember nothing ever stays the same Twist up, burn up, blend up, space out Transcend glitz, are you ready for the love eclipse? It's shifting, it's morphing, it's flying, it's shifting, it's morphing, time, 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 it's shifting, it's morphing.
So I took a deep breath without asking her. I gave a good laugh for her. Left flowers in the bag that were bad for her. With a note, I was seeing a romantic Took Took right off right after her. And this is Direct Effects, The Jump Off, your hottest daily five-minute dose of entertainment and college news, brought to you by the Black University Radio Network. And remember, follow us at twitter.com front slash black college and facebook.com front slash black college. And on today's show, we'll talk green careers. With massive investments in clean energy, it promises to keep farmers and green tech entrepreneurs in business for the next decade. And I'll tell you why. We sat down with True Vision Media Group CEO and artist Dollface. She has a hot new single, Let's Go to Vegas, featuring Snoop Dogg. That's right, Snoop Deal Double Jizzle. And her new album is due out this spring. And she'll tell you where you can find it. And college graduates, I have a way you can volunteer to pay off your student loans. Sounds good, right? Well, I'll tell you where you can go to do that. All right, here next. Don't you move on direct effects. Okay, I'll listen. They're just three little words. But sometimes they can be very tough to say, especially when your son or daughter wants to talk to you about joining the U.S. Army. Okay, I'll listen. They're just three little words. But if you find the strength to say them to your son or daughter, you'll hear the opportunity to create a future that's stronger than you ever imagined. A future full of advanced training in over 150 careers, along with the discipline and leadership skills they need to succeed in any situation. Add tuition assistance and up to $40,000 in enlistment bonuses, and soon you'll realize the U.S. Army is a viable option. Okay, I'll listen. 
They're just three little words. But if you say them to your son or daughter when they want to talk about joining the U.S. Army, you'll hear the thought put into their decision. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You make them strong. We'll make them Army strong. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Bright lights, big cars, big smoke from cigars. I got a chance to sit down with True Vision Media Group CEO and lead artist Dollface. She has a hot new single, Let's Go to Vegas, featuring Snoop Dogg, Blazing Mix Tapes, and commercial radio nationally. And you can always follow her at Twitter.com front slash Dollface Music. That's D-O-L-L-P-H-A-C-E Music. And here's Dollface to speak on her current single, Let's Go to Vegas, and how it all came about. What's up with that concept, girl? The record is a, is a concept about, acting really about love. And for me, I'm real blunt right to the point. So it's like, don't gamble with my heart. You know, it's, you know, I'm not 21, I'm not blackjack, I'm not a game. So, you know, if you win it, be in it to win it, be in it for real. Because you're going to lose if you play around with me. So that's pretty much it. I wrote the song, and um, it's it's doing very well. Yeah, it's on the radio across country, so it's doing well and overseas. That's the very talented and hot artist, Dollface. The single Let's Go to Vegas featuring Snoop Dogg is available on iTunes. And you can get her tour dates and view the video. Visit her at Twitter.com front slash Dollface Music. And that's Facebook.com front slash Dollface Music. But stay tuned. Dollface is back with us tomorrow and she speaks on the album and some of the singles you can check for. In 2009, brothers Ray Mir and Robert Hemsphere started SponsorChange.org, a Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania philanthropic organization that helps college graduates earn payments towards their student loan debt in exchange for volunteer services. Many college grads have to take second and third jobs in order to make ends meet. SponsorChange.org allows grads the opportunity to do something very meaningful, utilize their skills, and give back to their community. The issue of student loan debt and record rates of default have been at the forefront of public debate for many years now. The average undergrad's debt is 24000 For the Hamspears, this debt added urgency to create the pilot business sponsor change to assist debt-weary college grads with options to help them repay student loans. Under this ambitious program, college grads are matched with nonprofit agencies to do skill-based service projects. Funds are paid through nonprofit grants, corporate sponsorships, and private donations. To learn more about SponsorChange.org, visit the official website, SponsorChange.org. Massive investment in clear energy promises to keep farmers, urban planners, and green tech entrepreneurs in business for the next decade. Here's a guide to substantial focused career paths that will solar charge your work life. America has only 2 million farmers, and their average age is 55 years old. Since substantial agriculture requires small-scale local organic methods rather than petroleum-based machines and fertilizers, there's a huge need for more farmers up to 10 million more in the next 10 years. Forestry is a complex combination of international project finance, conservation, and development. According to the Wall Street Journal, a staggering 1.6 billion people depend on the forest for their livelihoods. Forestry helps local people transition from slash and burn to silver culture teaching, cultivation of higher value, faster growing specifics for fruit, medicine, and timber, while also carefully documenting the impact on the environment. Solar Power Installer is probably the most popular new green profession, making and installing solar power systems already accounts for over 770,000 jobs globally. 
Installing solar thermal water heaters and rooftop sails is a relatively high-paying job for those with construction skills. Wind is the fastest-growing source of alternative energy. With over 300,000 jobs, turbines are 90% metal by weight, creating an opportunity for auto workers and other manufacturers to reprocess their skills. Go green. Don't face, don't face big Snoop Dogg. Let's go to Vegas featuring Snoop Dogg as the hot new single blazing clubs and mixtapes across the country. Bright lights, big cars, big smoke from cigars. Get yours. True Vision Media Group CEO and artist Dollface, repping Baltimore, Maryland, is ready to turn the heat up on the music industry this spring with her hot lead single, simply titled Let's Go Vegas, featuring Snoop Dogg. If you want to take bets for the Dollface's hot new single, Let's Go to Vegas, has garnered national airplay and is available now on iTunes. Download Dollface's hot new single, Let's Go to Vegas, featuring Snoop Dogg, on her official site, dollfacemusic.com, and follow her at twitter.com front slash dollfacemusic. That's going to do it for this edition of Direct Effects, y'all. It's a wrap. Make sure you give me a holler. That's twitter.com front slash Black College Radio and Facebook.com front slash Black College. Until tomorrow, it's your boy right here, Lamar Blackman. And go. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now witnessing Fusebox Radio.
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio.
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah.
now listening to the fuse box with John Judah. We recorded this song on October the 6th. Since then, the war has been declared over. If you're like me, you'll remember it like anybody remembers any war. One big drag. A lot of people write songs about wars and government. Very social things. But I think about young guys who were like I was when I was young. I had no more idea about any government or political things or anything. And I think about those kind of young guys now who all of a sudden somebody comes up and they're very law-abiding. So if somebody says go, they don't ask any questions, they just go. And I can remember not too long ago seeing a young guy right arm gone just got back and I asked him how he was doing he said he was doing all right now but he had thought he was gonna die he said getting shot at didn't bother him it was getting shot that shook him up And I tried to put myself in his position at that time. Wonder what he would say. Maybe he cried. Maybe he said, I can't write left-handed. Would you please write a letter, write a letter to my mother? Tell her to tell, tell her to tell, tell her to tell her family lawyer. Trying to get, trying to get a deferment. For my younger brother Tell the Reverend Harris To pray for me, Lord, Lord, Lord I ain't gonna live I don't believe I'm gonna live to get much older Strange little man over here in Vietnam I ain't, I ain't never seen Bless his heart, I ain't never done nothing to He done shot me in my shoulder Uh -huh. 
You know he talked about fighting, fighting every day. And looking through rosy, rosy colored glasses. I must admit it seemed exciting in a way. But something that day overlooked to tell me, Lord. Bullets look better. I must say, rubber when they are coming at you. Listening to the fuse box with John Judah.
listening to the fuse box with John Judah.
Right here on the fuse box radio.
NASCAR. I want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Me, myself, I got nothing to prove. Get a fast car. I got a plan to get us out of here. Been working at the convenience store. Managed to save just a little bit of money. Won't have to drive too far. Just cross the border and into the city. You and I can both get jobs and finally see what it means to be living. See, my old man's got a problem. Yeah, but the bottle, that's the way it is He says his body's too old for working His body's too young to look like his My mama went off and left him She wanted more from life than he could give I said, somebody's got to take care of him So I quit school, and that's what I did You got a fast car Is it fast enough so we can fly away? You gotta make a decision Leave tonight or live and die this way So I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast I felt like I was drunk City lights day out before us And your arm felt like strapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged Someone, be someone You got a fast car We go cruise and entertain ourselves Still ain't got a job Now work in the market as a checkout girl I know things will get better You'll find work and I'll get promoted We'll move out of the shelter Buy a bigger house and live in the suburbs So I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast it felt like I was drunk City lights lay out before us And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged I, I had a feeling I could be someone Someone, be someone You got a fast car I got a job that pays all our bills You sell drinking late at the bar Some more your friends than you do your kids I'd always hope for better Thought maybe together you and me find it I got no plans, I ain't going nowhere Take a fast car and keep on driving So I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast, I felt like I was drunk City lights stay out before And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged I, I had a feeling I could be someone Someone, be someone
got a fast car Is it fast enough so you can fly away? You gotta make a decision Leave tonight or live and die this way I think you'll agree, it's dynamite. That's all the time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.